You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Who I am is the guy who's not fast enough to stop Wells. He hasn't been one step ahead of us, Joe. He's been a thousand. I can't catch him. Wells, he's here. You can't beat me, Barry. Hope we're not too late. You can't fight all three of us at the same time. This is gonna be fun. Another episode of Flashing Arrow, Cinema Geekly's Flash Slash Arrow podcast, where each week Glenn and I sit down and discuss the DC double shot on the CW, soon to be Glenn, a CW triple shot, if today's trailer for DC's, uh, what's it called? Heroes of Tomorrow, I think is what it's called? Yeah, sure. Legends of Tomorrow trailer. Uh, We'll talk about that after we discuss these shows. Masters of the Universe, I mean... Yeah, legend hero legends of. Oh, tomorrow. I wish it was Masters of the Universe for sure. Well, I'd he is a time master. I would, you know, let's not even let's 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 hold let's hold off all conversations about uh, Masters of the Legendverse uh, for later. Uh, and let us first discuss uh, season one, episode twenty-two of the Flash, called Rogue Air. This is the penultimate episode of the first season. Uh, of the Flash, and uh, a lot of stuff happened this episode, so let's start yapping about it. Uh, so Cisco discovers that Dr. Wells slash Eobard Thawne has been supercharging his speed while he hangs out in the wheelchair. It's like a human, it's like a metahuman dock, like an iPod dock. <laughs> He's got some sort of uh, device, whatever, some sort of supercharged battery thing. Flux capacitor, yes. Yeah, flux capacitor underneath his wheelchair, which Cisco guesstimates could power the entire city all on its own, which I would be petrified to be sitting on something that powerful all the time. Um, and uh, that is why he is so much faster than Barry is. Uh, while they're yapping about all this, the particle accelerator is activated, and the team realizes that Thon slash Wells slash Reverse Flash has been in Star Labs this entire time. I believe Glenn, you were the one who mentioned this. He was like in the he was hanging out in the basement or something. Yeah, people just didn't. Like, oh, he built some offsite things. Like, oh, he's probably in the basement, which would be kind of funny since they talked about how he saw the schematics of everything. So yes, he was in fact just another chilling. thing that the writers did not have foresight on. No, uh, he was just chilling in the particle accelerator accelerator this whole time. Uh, so the team goes investigating, uh, and they find Wells, but he escapes, uh, uh, in order to create a distraction, though, he releases not Nightcrawler Girl, uh, I can't remember her name. Peekaboo? Peekaboo, sure. 
Um, she is released, but then handled almost immediately by uh, Iris, who just conks yeah. her in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're able to rescue Eddie, but he has been disillusioned after Wells showed him the Magic Future newspaper that showed him that Iris marries Barry. Uh, Eddie later tells Iris what he knows, and then he ends their relationship. Even though Iris is giving him a perfectly valid, you know, now that we know the future, I can just not do that. Like, I don't feel for Barry how I feel for you. And he's like, oh, fuck you. Even I know how you feel for Barry. Barry knows how he feels for you. Even your dad knows how he feels. This relationship's over. Yeah, I'm the third wheel. Yeah. He's not wrong. No, I mean, he's not wrong. He (laughs) He is correct, I guess. Uh, It doesn't have to be right. It's never about being right. It's about not being wrong. I think think the thing that squeezed me the wrong way on this is that Iris doesn't really know how she feels for Barry. I mean, presumably she does have the feelings, but they're buried. Yeah, Uh, you need a tsunami to bring them out. Yeah, pun intended. They're buried. Uh, oh god oh jesus yeah <laughs> but you know so she still is in love with eddie like i just i don't know it, it it is a little weird uh worried that when the accelerator reaches full power that the metahumans imprisoned inside will be killed the team decides to relocate them to the argus prison on leon Yu. in order to do this though he has to call up oliver uh, and apparently Oliver's not hanging around. He's on vacation in some place called Nanda Parbat. Nanda Parbat. And he not... changed his costume. Yeah, Nanda Parbat. And uh, so instead he called Diggle's wife, who's like, sure, we'll do this. Uh, in order to set up a safe transport, Barry is forced to go to Leonard Snart for help. Um, yeah. And his sister, I believe, as well. Uh, gold, yep. the golden goose, golden glider. Sure. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it is at this point that I constantly couldn't. Uh, basically, from that point on, I just decided that you know a snart is a sneeze and a fart at the same time, and I just couldn't get that out of my head. I, I spent the whole rest of the episode thinking of situations in which you could say I snarted or you know who snarted or you know what I mean and. That basically consumed the rest of the episode. But what did not get by me was uh, uh, this. This, <laughs> well, I, I guess we haven't gotten to the point yet. I'll, I'll talk about it when we get there. Um, so Captain Cold agrees to help him, but only if all of his criminal record and history is erased from the CCPD database. Uh, so they go, they arrange, Cisco builds this truck essentially, to to keep all of their powers at bay, which it's amazing that he can work this quickly. Mm-hmm. That he's just like, you know what? We need a truck that will uh, dampen all of their abilities. And he, he does that really quick, apparently. That's uh, good. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe it's been in the back of his mind. Like, maybe someday we'll have to transport these fucks. So it'll be a good idea. To, maybe he's been working on it for a while. I'll, but I'll you give only him... need cargo nets and no restraints. Yes. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And uh, they go to the airport. I believe it is the one that Aaron geeked out about a couple of weeks ago. Or last week. Yeah, uh, they've been named Ferris. Ferris Air yeah. a lot. And then they make it pretty much just a direct ass reference yeah, to Green Yeah, they've been real cautious about it since they lost that test pilot. Yeah. No. I wonder who that could be. They just flat out reference Green Lantern. Um, yeah, and uh, but 
Uh, things do not go as planned as Captain Cold sabotages the transport and allows the metahumans to escape, and the Argus plane is shot down. Uh, and uh, he was basically like, eh, I just need people that owe me a favor with superhuman abilities. Uh, boy, you were stupid to trust me. Uh, everybody gets back to uh, Star Labs, and Wells arrives uh, just in time, too, as the accelerator fully charges. And uh, Barry goes out to meet him, but he is not alone because, as timing would have it, Glenn, just amazing timing, Firestorm and Oliver Queen as the, as I guess, Al Sahim, because he wasn't, he wasn't in his Arrow costume, uh, they just show up. And uh, look, it was a, just, a, just an excuse for them all to fight Reverse Flash, which they did, and that was actually pretty great. The fight was pretty cool. Um, after each try, yeah, I thought it was all right. Okay, I had fun watching it. It was all right. Uh, after each tries battling wells individually, they coordinate their efforts, and Oliver finally stops him with a nanite injection that disables Wells' speed because Ray Palmer, courtesy of Ray Palmer, who is currently unconscious and non-deparbot. So I don't know how the fuck I even got these things to ah. Let's just forget about it. That's the end of the episode. Uh, what did you think of Rogue Air, Glenn? It's a dramatic pause. I... <laughs> you thought... I, I remember you saying something about how it was stupid, but in an okay way. I mean, it was okay, but it's just... I. Look, there's just common sense things I had problems with. <laughs> like, there's things with being picky and... You know, the what I accuse you guys of being in Dark Knight Arises where you're just looking for things. But in this, like, what I just said with the truck, like, oh, they're transporting these super criminals that they've kept in these really cool glass boxes yes. that help neutralize their powers. So instead, they just, you know, well, think are... they're, they're going to create a field around them and then they're just in cargo nets. Like, no restraints, nothing. They're just, there's cargo nets. Uh, that is privacy keeping them nets. from the other thing. Like, that is just so stupid. They're privacy nets in case, you know, they want to strip down, take a bath. And then the thing is, they were told by the DA what they're going to be doing is highly illegal. Yes. But but they need someone who has a CDL license. Like, are you fucking yes. serious? I mean, I laughed. I, I, laughed. I thought it was funny, but it was just, I, I don't... I, Oh, no, I laughed at the stupidity of it. Yeah, because they're like yeah. doing this highly illegal thing. And like Cisco's like, wait a minute. This is a fucking big rig. you got to have a class A driver's license. <laughs> also, go ahead. I, I completely forgot that that guy was Victor Zaz. I, 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 I did not remember that. Is that the same guy? It is. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Barry Allen did a nice line of Batman. Like, why don't you just kill me? I mean, yep. You know. Not no, too. I uh, I agree with you. That was super fucking silly. We're going to do this super illegal thing, but you need to make sure you got the proper... Yeah, like, what were they there for? The only reason why they were there was... Uh, imagine, was was just to get the other... Just to get the bad guys out there again so his rogues gallery is free. Like, that is the only reason yes. that this episode happened was for that. And I felt like there's a much better way of uh, having this happen, which was, I don't know, the reverse flash letting them all out. Yeah, I mean, the other the other thing is, 
I wonder what would happen if Golden Glider didn't have a Class A license. Like, would they have just all sat around being like, oh, we're fucked? Well, the thing is, they're not even talking about, like, her driving. It's just, oh, well, I have one. Oh, okay, well, she can drive then. Even though she's a super criminal and we all don't trust her. Um, this isn't to... a Malcolm Merlin circumstantial thing. Like, this is, you, we had, just need to find, one of us can manage to drive a giant truck somewhere. Like, that's... I, I, it was I'm, really weird. I'm sure it could happen, and that was just, just uh, what, what were they there for? Like, wh- what? So if they break free, they can he can shoot them with the ice gun. Like that's, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, it did work. Yeah, but it was just, and then the final fight, and I guess it just felt sudden. Like all of a sudden, oh yeah, because it was sudden. Like all of a sudden, all those guys just showed up out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, I just my thing was. I felt like it was a contractual obligation, like in the contract, like they have it to where Stephen Amell has to show up X amount of times in the Flash and vice versa. And that's exactly how this felt like, oh shit, well, we don't want to just waste this money we're giving him. Uh, ah, fuck, he can show up at the end of this, even though it doesn't make any sense what is happening timeline wise. Like, oh, it made no sense. Yeah. Like, my thing is, there's just the amount of time that it takes for them to get the Nana Parbat is incredible. Like, I, I'm guessing they're just flying condors and just going into space and getting yes. there in like an hour and a half because teleportation. It, it, yeah, they must they they must have some of those boob tubes that uh that Darkseid has. Like, there's yes. just no way. Like, they just got those mother boxes. I, I don't know how this is happening. Uh, it, it seems like Oliver got a call from Barry and he's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll come and help you." Left Nanda Parbat, where all of his friends, by the way, are still unconscious. Uh, and possibly dying. Been, you don't even know if they've been unconscious that long because they haven't given you a time frame of when no. this is happening. No. So theoretically, he could have left and then come back. But the problem is of how those shows air, yeah. they never gave you indication of, of him leaving or coming back before then. Well, no, this is this must be during the time where they're unconscious or something because Oliver tells them that he might need him for something. And that will lead into the next episode because it's so based off of that, what I presuming so is they that were unconscious for like four days. Like... Yes, something like that. He left all of his friends there, traveled all the way to help Barry and then turn around and went all the way back. Yeah. How, well, I mean, how is he just like, hey, I know I'm going to be the next Rachel Ghoul, and you probably still shouldn't trust me, but I just need to go to Central City. No questions asked. Yeah. Why? I just got to see a guy about something. Yeah. Right, he's I, uh, got some other virus. Like, we can just go there next. And I'm just going to do some scouting. Like, we got some prospects for some guys who could set some bombs off and blow this city up. That's right. I'm just going to do some scouting. Like, I, th- to me, I don't, I don't see how you can get away with that. Uh, my, I, I'm caught up on something even where at least yours stands out really, really large about, like, the doing the highly illegal thing, but, oh, let's make sure we have the proper driver's license uh, before we go. I was caught up on the whole, like, I've seen the prison on Leon Yu, the, where they've got a uh, death stroke and everything. <laughs> that does not look like the type of prison that could contain people with superhuman abilities. Like, it looks like it would contain an, a normal human being. Maybe maybe somebody who is uh, even a trained killer, like Deathstroke, who is uh, very dangerous. But it looks like it would contain him, but... I don't know how that regular old jail cell would. I mean, maybe. I think I think it could hold Peekaboo because she couldn't get off the, the island. island. Yeah, 
Now, Weather Wizard, he could just literally make a wave platform and just ride right. it home. Yeah. Or a cloud or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. He, he could. Just... Oh my God. He is a Saiyan. Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Um, I thought the episode was okay. Um, that I enjoyed the fight at the end, but you were right. It just came out of nowhere. It happened, and to me, like it was just typical. It's Batman syndrome. You just got to have the normal guy win the fight somehow. Like, it it, to that... me, it's it's Barry's show. Why can't Barry be the one to get the last punch in? Yeah. It doesn't I mean, seem like that ever happens for Barry. I mean, if Ronnie showed up, if Firestorm showed up, I could understand. The two guys with superpowers got beat first. Yeah. And one of them shoots fire. Yeah. Like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> that's probably my biggest problem is it's Oliver was the one who was left standing somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he got his shit wrecked at first. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, again, it's, it's just, it's Batman syndrome. I understand what I'm complaining about. So they eventually knocked him out though. And I guess he's in one of the prisons. Yeah. We'll, right? we'll see, you know, in their finale, we'll see what happens season. there, I suppose. Um, yeah, so I was less than thrilled with the episode, but I thought it was okay. Uh, I like that they actually wanted to save the villains from being killed from when the accelerator turns on. Because, um, you know, that's something that superheroes do. Uh, we should strive to always be better than the criminals. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. Um, I think the particle accelerator actually that does get activated, does it not? Like, that's when... Well shows up at the end, so it's running, right? I believe. I I have no idea. Eh, it's something like that. Something's happening. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I I think because they're like counting down, right? Like how long is it going to be until it's activated? And they're like, oh shit! Well, that's when Wells is going to be back. So he shows up at the end. So it's it's either either the accelerator kicks into full gear or it's it's about to or something. I guess. Yeah. They never. This really place is about to blow. Oh 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 oh. <laughs> uh, so what would you uh, rate this episode? I like a two and a half. Ooh, wow. Okay, I was not going to be that rough on it. I was, I was no, going to just g- wait till we get to Arrow. I was going to give it a three. Three is okay. <laughs> um, I thought it was average. It was, it was fine. I liked the fight at the end, but again, it was just, you know, came out of nowhere. That was weird. Uh, I'm slowly getting used to Captain Cold a little bit, but not really. Yeah, he's. There's no way I can avoid a pun in this. Um, he's slightly warming up to me. Yeah, he's. You're not giving him the cold shoulder anymore. No, I mean, and I, I like the golden <laughs> glider playfulness that she was having with Cisco. Yeah, uh, I thought that was. I thought that was that was enjoyable. Um, but no, it was. Again, they did not need to be in this episode. I don't. It, it even build to. I mean, if you're trying to put little seeds. Of oh this is how he could become a good guy, I mean I guess with the whole my, I don't want to blow up in the city. Citizen I, Cold. That doesn't make you a good guy. That makes you I don't want to die. Citizen Cold's even a worse name than fucking Captain Cold is. Good lord. Well, least, I mean at least more with accurate. Cap- at least with Captain. Oh sure, yeah. He's not really a captain of anything, but uh, and he is more of a citizen. He doesn't even have a boat. No. Yeah, he. D- yeah, I don't know why he's got a rank, but uh, or a squad. At least it sounds he has a more gallery. Impressive. At least it sounds more impressive than you know, guy next door cold. 
He should be curator cold since he has a rogues gallery. That's what That's he should a, be. Called. He's the curator of cold. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let us talk about season three, episode 23 of Arrow. My name is Oliver Queen, the finale of Arrow, this long beleaguered third season. The last thing you will see is your beloved city succumbing to disease and death. We could really use your help on this whole thing. I'm sure Oliver's got this. I wouldn't count on him. He needs you guys, even if he doesn't think so. No, 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 no! Your name is Alsa Hinton. My name is Oliver Queen. Let's just uh, talk about, oh, uh, in flashbacks, Masio takes his <laughs> final steps uh, into his selfish assholery. That's the flashbacks this week. <laughs> One week later, we find out oh, uh, what we drove Masio to... to go to Coast City. Yeah. One week later, we I, I found it so pointless to show these flashbacks here. Like, if they had maybe done them last week, it would have tied in a little bit more to the story but showing it one week later it's like you know he's like i'm not worthy of your love and it's like who fucking cares you guys get in a fight and she kills you it's such a selfish dick uh so he's so those flashbacks were useless but at least they stayed with the theme of the flashbacks yeah no the, the, the only point of the flashbacks was to show you where he goes next so he's mm -hmm. not on the island again uh, so Man, they, they, they gotta have some staff writers from Lost on this show because that's <laughs> uh, that's what it feels like, man. You know what it is? Um, now that I think about it, I don't think they ever actually show Oliver in Nanda Parbat. He was on the plane the first time we saw him in this episode. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. So it's entirely it's entirely possible that Rache and Oliver got on the plane headed for Starling. And he's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I need, I need a burger. Can we stop in Star City or whatever, the Central City? I love their this. jitters. Yeah, the CC. Yeah, yeah. He's like, there's this place, CC Jitters. They've got the best coffee. And he's just like, fine, whatever. Pull the plane over. And then he goes and does the shit on the Flash. Like, then they get back on the plane. I, yeah, I, like, I just, uh, you do this fight. Like, oh, who would you... Where are you at, Oliver? Oh, uh, nowhere. It's like, oh, there was a sighting of a guy who was dressed up like some ninja assassin and they were fighting a known super criminal. And he's like, what are you going after one of my bros for? <laughs> That's I, right. I just that uh, totally talks. like. And where's Grodd? I mean, come on. Look, if, if you're going to bust in some, uh, somewhere walking, like you fucking own the place, yeah. where's your giant gorilla who with telekinesis or telepathic powers? No like, shit. Right. Yeah. Do you think he's just he's decided to lay low for a while? Do you think he's gone like undercover in like the Central City Zoo or something? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I know the budget probably they probably had to waste a lot of money on that CGI gorilla, but that's true. I just he did I, look pretty good. I think we discussed that. Yeah, but. he did look good. That's why I said they wasted all <laughs> their money, money on it. Because uh, I thought the reverse Flash stuff looked. I thought he in general looked really bad this week. 
They certainly didn't waste it on the fucking Adam visual effects. That's for fucking sure. Uh, so uh, Raish and Oliver are headed towards Starling City to release the virus. On an airplane yelling when you don't even hear engines from the airplane. Nope. That is my biggest problem from this episode. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Felicity and the others wake in the dungeon. And Malcolm informs them that he and Oliver created a new vaccine in their spare time. Based on Oliver's blood, which Malcolm used on the team without their awareness. That seemed to kind of come out of nowhere, too. Uh, yeah, and the fact that they, uh, I don't remember him touching anybody from the last episode. And it was weird that they didn't do, like, quick cuts. Like, usually they would do, like, reactionary quick cuts of, like, yeah, see all the times I touched you? I gave you a back rub. We did a cool high five. We gave a fist bump. And then blew it up afterwards. Like, I, I, I feel like there were things missing from that. Uh, so returning the favor, Barry Allen shows up in the pear bat. <laughs> Apparently he ran all the way from Central City. I'm guessing across an ocean and everything. Cause... Well, he does do that. So, I mean, let's yeah. not. It's kind of like the train in Snowpiercer. Oh, Somehow t- there's a bridge across the ocean. but yeah, It's a thing. Okay, yeah. I can buy that. Uh, he speeds <laughs> to the castle, disabling all the guards and freeing the team. Uh, <laughs> there was a great little moment where he stops and sees a Lazarus pit. And he's like, you guys got a hot tub? Sweet. <laughs> Which was fucking awesome, because I believe we made that joke uh, in previous yeah. episodes or whatever. So that is awesome. Uh, props for that. Um, I also like his wonderment. He's like, wow, this is like a real dungeon and everything. He was super stoked to be in this uh, this castle-type uh, Help fortress. me, Barry. Uh, thanks for t- giving my identity to a known super villain. villain. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> also great. Barry had all the best moments in this episode. And <laughs> said, oh, man, yeah, you'll, you'll get to it, and then I'll exaggerate. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Oliver reveals his deception that he and Nyssa take out the League's remaining assassins. Uh, so he's, he's, Rach is like, wait a minute, you fooled me? And he's like, fuck yeah, now let's everybody have a fight on this really large cargo plane. So there's close combat, sword fighting. Uh, Dude, there were so many swords. I've never seen that many swords in that close of proximity yeah it seemed like nowhere that where they were stored like they just they were just pulling out swords out of nowhere like you didn't see them on the walls or nothing yeah the back of the plane was opened up and people were kicked out the back of the plane (laughs) like a like that harrison ford fucking movie what was that called uh air force One. air force get off my plane that's right yeah him and gary oldman oh man i love that movie uh race escapes with a canister of the virus though and i believe a parachute that he's only holding in one hand yeah there apparently is only one parachute on that plane yes and he doesn't even need to have it strapped on because he's racial fucking good <laughs> yeah i know right he took the only parachutes like well what's he gonna fucking do with it just one arm the bitch all the way down like i don't <laughs> guess like a boss <laughs> Uh, he's still vowing to destroy Starling City. However, Oliver learns that Raish uh, is going to disperse the virus across four points in the city. Felicity uh, locates the four bioweapons, and Oliver organizes the team, along with Captain Lance and the police, to those locations. Uh, there's also a scene with uh, Black Canary and her dad where she's like, Quit hitting the sauce, Dad! Essentially. We're alcoholics, Dad! <laughs> We don't just take a drink when we feel like it. We have a problem. That's right. And this time, you can hate me for talk, lying to you about Sarah or hate Oliver because he took Sarah from you. But if you fall off the wagon, it's your fault. 
<laughs> that is the script that Glenn is reading, actually, right now. That's exactly what it's With said. about the same level of emotion as well, actually. Um, a little bit of sass. A little bit of sass. A little bit of sass. Oh, sure, sure. Well, she is Black Canary. Uh, Oliver is pulled... <laughs> Oliver is pulled to another location to battle Raish as his team successfully stopped the virus. Because basically, Raish has some dudes in street clothes. Uh, and the virus is in their blood, so they just cut themselves... Who freak and, out if one person looks at him in the eyes? Like, yes, uh, they're very they're very jittery. Oh God, this black man looked at me, and they just took off running. Like I like somewhere in there, yes. there's got to be like some you know profiling training. Like, hey, look, guys, just even though there's not a lot of them in our group, if a black guy looks at you, it doesn't mean he wants to rob you. Like there's there's some kind of social justice uh, commentary. That's right. That that was done in that sequence because that was that was pretty bad. Like, I... uh, and uh, so these so people are dying all over the place because it's airborne, <laughs> and Felicity and Ray are trying to uh, develop a a way to uh, I guess like be uh, friends and, and Ara- help one another even though she's in love with another guy. Well, I was gonna say like make the make the cure like airborne like and disperse it in a way that would save everybody. And uh, then she finds, then Felicity finds out that Ali and Raish are fighting atop a dam, I believe. Yeah. And uh, she's basically like, you got to go help my lover. And uh, he's like, but all those people. And it's like, if you love me, you'll help me save the guy I left you for. (laughs) And for the first time I believe in his life, I think Ray Palmer is actually like, "Eh, I think it's more important to save all the other people. Uh, so Oliver and Raish are fighting. It's the climb part two, uh, cause they didn't really get to fight all that much on the plane. Um, and, uh, there's also the cops that are also looking at all of this as well, uh, from above. They're like, I don't know who these two guys are, but as soon as I get a clean shot, we're shooting them. So Which they had a clean shot anyways. They did. They could have just shot like, any I, of them. Like, he even says, I don't know which one is what, I don't know who's good or bad. Uh, but as soon as we got a clean shot and we can shoot, it's like, you have a clean shot. Nothing's in your way. Yeah. Obviously, you don't care which one is dead. Then just fucking shoot both of them. These police officers went to the Harvey Bullock School of Policing. They're just like, whoa, I don't know what's going on here. But we're hey, just- jerk <laughs> off! Bam! <laughs> um, so they're fighting. And uh, in a move that I'm sure rattled the cage of many a comic book fan, Oliver Queen kills Rachel Ghoul. Uh, fairly handily as well. Like, it was nowhere near as uh, lopsided as the first fight. Uh, it was kind of almost lopsided the other way here, as Oliver kind of just sort of kind of easily handled him. And then Raish handed him his ring, and Oliver stabbed him in the chest, and then he died. And then the cops decided, oh, shit, one of them's dead. Time to shoot the other one. And they snipe Oliver Queen, who falls. uh, They hit him in the chest a couple of times. Four times. four times they shot him yeah i think Holy he got shit. shot four times i know at least three because i know it made a v at first and uh so he falls off the dam <laughs> and then the atom comes swooping in and saves him with the with the type of accuracy and shit that i should have noticed that it was probably not ray palmer uh because this was this was like with near iron man like uh pinpoint yeah. accuracy uh comes in and saves him and when they land it's revealed that it is felicity in the adam suit so apparently this this girl was able to fly his suit the for the first time ever better than he does all the time 
Yeah. Incredible. And uh, apparently he's going to, you know, save time. I should say Felicity should be the new Adam. Fuck Ray Palmer. Uh, he should get jerk off shot. Uh, which is not some new type of weird erotic thing. I was talking about the Harvey Bullock thing, and I didn't think about it until after I said it, so apologies. Uh, so she, she comes in and saves the day and rescues Oliver. <laughs> Afterwards, Oliver decides to stop being a hero. That's right. This is the last season of Arrow. This is the so he's series... not Kevin Bacon, because the... they need a hero. This is not the season finale of Arrow, Glenn. This is the series finale of Arrow. <laughs> We've all been duped. He's not going to be a hero anymore. Instead, he's going to opt to have a life with Felicity. Oh, I guess I should also note that Thea showed up uh, and is now the Red Arrow. Mm-hmm. So Thea is a part of the team officially. Uh, and he tells Diggle to go get a Diggle suit. And Diggle's like, Diggle, Diggle, Diggle. I can't be your friend no more. You betrayed me. That's right. I hate you, Oliver. He's just like, Oliver, you kidnapped my wife. Like, right. <laughs> he has a point. <laughs> no, he does. It's just funny because it's like, oh, come on, man. We can be friends. I had to do what I did. You know, I had to do what I did because of now that you know keeping a circle close. <laughs> Oliver, you kidnapped my wife. Like, I just <laughs> all the way. He always just throws that, and he should. And that's not even throw it in his face. Just point out the fact, like, you kidnapped my wife and had her at gunpoint. Yeah, but no, no, now, you know, right? And he's like, yeah. no, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. My daughter was by herself. <laughs> that's right. You left Sarah Diggle Jr. all by her lonesome. I know, man. That was, uh, that was just great. I love Diggle. So he decides uh, that he's going to opt for this life with Felicity. And uh, everyone else can take his place. Uh, as payment for his help, Oliver secedes the title of Rachel Ghoul to Malcolm Merlin, uh, who is now the new head of the League of Assassins. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're enemies again. There you go, I guess. Uh, so what did you think of this episode, sir? Damn, was it dumb. Oh, it was way worse than the Flash episode, for sure. Yeah, Flash was dumb because of, like, common sense stuff. Yeah. The this was dumb just because it was dumb. Like when they're yelling at each other, the dialogue on the airplane, but you're not hearing any noise from the airplane, so they're just yelling at one another. Like that's just that's just bad production value right there. <laughs> I, I I was laughing so hard, and then you pointed out like Felicity was was able to fly it, and she you know didn't create it. You know it's not her technology really. Uh, but the guy who makes it can't fly. But as we see for the previews of the new the new show that he's on, he's pretty good at it now. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Did, it's just a, a continuous thing of making Ray Palmer important, but they can't make him important enough to be, you know, yeah, competent on this show. Because then, what's the point of have what's the point of having the arrow around when you have a competent guy in a super suit That's that right. looks really stupid still, and it now can become small and. Bray Palmer also blew up in this episode, but didn't blow up because he came small. They did tease that, by the way. Yeah, they teased at the very end um, where he's like, oh, this new nanotech thing I discovered. It has some applications for the suit. Uh, and he's like, miniaturization test, uh, you know, take one or whatever. And it doesn't work. And he's like the anti-Tony Stark in every Because, like, yes, in Iron Man, in the first Iron Man movie, Tony, it takes some tinkering for Tony Stark's Iron Man suit to work properly. But his problem always seems to be it's too powerful. Like, he can't actually control it. 
and wacky shit happens. Ray Palmer's thing is that he can't get anything to work. Yeah. And then when it finally does work, it gets broken easily, and he's not very handy. Yeah. He is the worst superhero of all time, uh, but they do tease it. Um, oh, wait, I should actually look at my notes. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Go ahead. Start start listing off things about this episode. Um, the yelling on the plane. I liked the identity joke. Oh, I like... Okay, so how I said that... Um, Stephen Amell or the Arrow is not Kevin Bacon because when they need a hero, he left. That's right. Um, Barry Allen is Kevin Bacon because if you remember in Tremors, there's a part where that Tremor goes through that canal and like gives himself a super concussion by oh, going yes. through that concrete, and Kevin Bacon takes his cowboy hat off and in the best <laughs> way ever says, "Fuck you!" Like that's yep. what Barry Allen did to those guys. Like, oh, you gonna help us, Barry? No, nah, man, I got my own shit to worry about. I'm going back. And yeah, he's like, I got Harrison Wells tied up. Yeah. Yeah, he just, he gets the fuck out of there. He gets the fuck out of Nana Parbat. Yep. Uh, swords on a plane. Uh, so, yeah, they just kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> so, the whole season, the whole season of flashbacks was about, so you could hear him say, you failed this city and where that came from. Yes, that, that that's what we gained. From that that was what this whole fucking moment was building up to. Um, and hail Hydra! I forget why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because of because you accidentally Hydra. watched the season finale of Agents of Shield, and you're like, wow, this is way better than. No, fucking... I, I I think it was just the the oh the the uh, Damian Dark stuff. I think that's why I said Hail Hydra. Oh, yeah, yeah. We completely left that out of the whole Because it wasn't really a thing. Like, he showed up and he's like, oh, Mr. Doc left quite some time ago. And then he got shot. Yes, then that guy got shot. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was really nothing to that. So, yeah, that's, uh, it was not mentioned in the Wikipedia entry, uh, and I completely forgot about all that as well. Uh, continue, if there is more. Uh, no, that the other parts are just jokes about my girlfriend, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I can share them, but they have nothing to do with the show. No, that's okay. Um, I don't, I don't want to get you in more trouble either. So no, they're fine. It, like uh, I think it's just a couple, but one of them is just like, I don't know if your wife does this, but my girlfriend just, you know, you always see those on Facebook, and they talk about like they, the woman just takes over the bed and steals everything. Mm-hmm. Well, last night I tried this new trick where I gave her like a piece of the blanket. And because yes. as the night goes on, she'll accumulate more. So I was trying to ration out blanket space to her. And it worked out pretty well for me last Oh, night, you did blanket so. rationing. Yeah, see, that doesn't work for me because I I am not a big blanket fan. I love uh, blankets, So It's got to be, like, super fucking cold in order for me to go to a blanket. So um, <laughs> it's usually not a problem for me. I'm not much of a blanket guy. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Maybe your blanket obsession is how you got stuck to the bed that one time, perhaps. Perhaps you have a. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) The, uh. The, uh. Yeah, I, uh. This episode. The. I I agree pretty much. It was. Uh. I thought it was a fine episode. You know what? The the funny thing is, my score is going to change because I had so much fun just. Talking about this, I had more fun talking about this episode than yeah, I could actually yeah. watching. Uh, yeah, both of these episodes just—they were. I had probably yeah, like you said, just too much fun talking about these at work today. So the score bumps for me. I I really don't know how I feel about the uh, the easy handling of of Rachel Ghoul by by Oliver Queen. Uh, I, I really don't. I don't know. I don't think that's a good 
a good direction to go. Like the, like we saw like in Batman Begins, like what it took to fucking kill this guy, and it took not him. save him. Yeah, essentially, essentially, <laughs> it took it was, him like derailing a train and just flying off of it and being like, "Peace." Yes, like he had to be in in a in a train derailment that exploded all over the goddamn place to finally wipe this guy out, and that was Batman. Uh, you know, the Green Arrow, who is not even the Green Arrow in this show. Although I thought that's where they were heading when they were talking about this. Yeah, like, yeah. You had to become somebody else now. Uh, like, you, you can't be the Arrow anymore. And I'm like, well, I'll just be the Green Arrow then. Uh, I thought maybe they were going to go in that direction, but they didn't. He's like, I'm going to be Oliver Queen, boyfriend of Felicity Smoke. <laughs> that's and it. moved down to Coast City. Yes. Which, we all, we all talk about the Hal Jordan thing. Like, it's... Uh, I don't see how Green Lantern doesn't show up at some point next season. Um, I feel like in the flashbacks, you'll at least see Hal Jordan mm-hmm. or that Barry or not Barry that um, fuck uh, that Stephen Amell and his abs was dating Carol Ferris. Like, I feel like that's at least going to happen. Yeah. I feel like you'll at least see her and she'll be like, oh, you know, Hal Jordan's an asshole. They better, they better, they better pick the right guy for that role. Like he just has to be a fucking dick. <laughs> uh, and that's that's all you need. And sure. and that, to me, it makes sense that they would go with Green Lantern um, because that's I mean, in the comics, that's how really Green Arrow kind of got to start was just being a friend of Green Lantern. Ah. He was just not, not he was just kind of like the sidekick to Green Lantern. He's like, oh, you can be. His... What's your name? He's like Arrow. And it's like, oh, come on, you can be green, too. You can be Green Arrow. And he's like, oh, yeah. thanks, pal. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> green Force, go. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, shit. Um, so yeah, it makes sense. I yeah. just, like I said, it, uh, you know, I keep referencing Dallas, and and that's what this whole season felt like. It was, it was uh, her walking into Patrick Duffy being in the shower. Like we are almost exactly where we started the season at the end. Like uh, Felicity and Oliver get to be together with no strings attached, which is something that they hinted at very at the beginning. Yes. Uh, but the only thing that's really different is. That to an degree, because now they're just not being stupid about it, and Diggle hates his brother. Like that's yes, <laughs> that's, yes. that's where we're at. That, that, that's that is what we've learned from this season. Is that's Diggle a, is Diggle a character in the books? No, nah. I mean in the new stuff, yeah. And like, does he become Arrow, a hero with a name or the Arrow comics that they make for the show that I oh, haven't okay. read? Okay, um, they might be better than the show. Uh, it could it could very well be the case. Yeah, uh, no, I mean it's so. I unless mean, the I guess, same people are writing, unless the same people who are writing the show are writing the uh, the books. I'm but. just interested who they're gonna pick to be the bad guy, considering who they're choosing to be the bad guy in that Legends of Time. Yeah, show. the Dawn of Justice Legends. Yeah, uh, let's talk That's about that. That's a real bad quick. title. Uh, let's well first let's let's do scores for I am Oliver Queen. What would you give it? Uh, like a like a two and a half. I'm giving this one a three just because of the fun conversation we had surrounding it. It was two and a half, but I had so much fun discussing it. I'm like, you know what? This is a three. <laughs> I had uh, had the, that's a score based more on the conversation. But um, <laughs> so yeah, let us really quickly. We may talk about it on the main podcast as well um, this week, uh, depending on. Uh, how news shapes up, but uh, if it ends up looking like there isn't enough stuff, we're doing this. all a mailbag. Remember? Oh, uh, we could. Um, so they put out a trailer for this Legends of Tomorrow, which I guess is the new series, the new spinoff. Yeah, the new spinoff series. 
Um, but that's not what they pitched it like. The trailer pitches it like, and I think it's coming in January, I want to say. Or something like that. Well, maybe not January. It looks like an awful lot of this is done. I don't know when it's coming out. Have, have they said when this is coming? Uh, I have no idea. I'll, you talk about this more and I will figure it out. Okay. Because what it feels like to me is like a stab at a Justice League or an Avengers type mashup. Like this didn't feel like the beginning of a show to me. This was the beginning of like what felt like a, like a three-part miniseries that is like a special event. And there's no show surrounding it. Uh, I'm going to guess that the show is going to be all of the characters that we were introduced to, minus the Flash and minus Arrow, is my guess. And the rest of the people in the trailer are going to be the main cast for the show, I guess. Uh, But it's hard to say. Uh, Suffice to say, the cast is mostly the people that we already talked about beforehand, right? There's Ray Palmer as the Atom. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's uh, Who's somehow competent now. Yeah, he still didn't. Even in the trailer, they point out that he's... It's like, uh, he's like, I know how to handle my suit, and then it misfires, and he's like, well, not all the time. So he's still still a dumbass Ray Palmer. Uh, He's just slightly more competent. We have Firestorm. um, And then, of course, Snart. And uh, fucking... Heat Wave. Heat Wave, because... Woo! Heat Wave. Those... The hashtag bring back heat wave. Yeah, January. That's when they come out. Fucking hey, well, that's a, quite a ways away. Uh, so those are the returning characters from the people that are already that exist on the shows uh, as regulars, and then obviously in these they've shown uh, Arrow and uh, the Flash as well. Uh, but also we are introduced to Hawk Girl, whom I'm guessing is a metahuman. But yeah, I mean good. Hawk Girl is an alien. Okay, so. but do you think they're going to portray her as a metahuman in this show? Uh, maybe. I mean, it's it's not unreasonable to say she's an alien, considering how Jordan's going to probably be in. Yes. Yeah. So. And then the moment you've all been waiting for, the uh, the return of the character that essentially nullifies the entire third season of Arrow. <laughs> Sarah Lance is not dead. She's alive. And uh, is the White Canary. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of questions are brought forth from this trailer before we even talk about the trailer for it, Glenn. Uh, number one, like, like I'm curious to see how much of this shit is explained uh, in the finale. Because we still have an episode to do next week where we talk about the finale of The Flash. Um, and presumably in that episode, they're going to explain somehow why Captain Cold is no longer a dick and is teaming up with these people, along with Heatwave, and why Oliver Queen is the Arrow again. Because <laughs> between now and January, there's no more episodes of Arrow, I don't think. Uh, unless maybe there is. I don't, I, but I don't think there is. Uh, is there? There's got to be something to explain all this shit, right? Yeah, I, I, I mean, there, I mean, the, what they're supposed to do five seasons of Arrow, wasn't that the plan? Five or six? I think so. Do we, but I don't know when like the the next season is scheduled to begin. You know what Probably I mean? Probably in September. Okay, so there will be more Arrow before this show begins. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it'll be probably explained there then. All right. Yeah. Oh, you mean we had all this shit and shenanigans happen for no reason? 
Yeah. Yes. Like there's oh. a lot of stuff that essentially gives away things. Like, oh, you like the end of that episode of Arrow where, you know, you want to see where it goes next? Well, don't worry. Here's a trailer that shows you Oliver's back to being the Arrow already. Like, just <laughs> you know, forget any of the next season's episodes of Arrow because they're all pointless because you know he's going to be going back to being the Arrow anyway. I mean, everybody knows that anyway. It's not like they're, you know, it's not like he was going to stop being the Arrow and that's it. Uh, but it is kind of weird that they sort of just gave it away, like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, they are uh, they are apparently fighting Macho Man Randy Savage, uh, who has also been brought back from the dead. Uh, that's who they're fighting, right? That's the villain, Vandal Savage. Yes. Yeah, Macho Man Randy Savage, uh, who is apparently a metahuman who drops uh, nuclear powered elbows off the top rope. Uh, not a silly metahuman. It's not a particle accelerator that does this to him, but yes. Uh, and I believe his powers come from his magical, gigantic uh, sunglasses uh, that say madness uh, written on the lenses. That's. Am I giving away too much? Am I spoiling the next this this whole miniseries or season of shows? I apologize. I didn't read too much up on the comics, so I don't know a whole lot about how this character is portrayed. I just remember him mostly from the 80s and 90s, uh, WCW mm-hmm. and WWF. Uh, um, oh, shit! Uh, and Rory from Doctor Who is playing Rip Hunter, uh, but he is not a Time Lord, Glenn. He is a Time Master. They're very different. Yep completely fucking different um so yes there's no one's british and the other one is an british alien that's right i am i am positive that like the first day like when they handed him this he's like oh well this will be easy i I," he's like i've I've already had like three seasons of like just studying for this role already they gave him a fucking trench coat too like that i mean (laughs) they are just pandering at that point oh yeah yeah uh, oh, I mean, I know I did when I saw him. I'm like, Rory! Fuck yeah! Now bring in Karen Gillan. They can reunite, and I'll, that'll be my uh, the Doctor Who send-off that we never got for those characters. I We really... Okay, I'm not going to go into that, but... Um, yeah, so it's... it's it, it is, in fact, uh, the Macho Man Vandal Savage. Yeah. Uh, uh, without the Macho Man, too, I'm guessing, but that would be a way cooler fucking nickname. Just a heads-up, writers of DC comic books. Um, so who is, who is this character? Is he, I'm, I'm given, I'm given to believe by the trailer that he is, uh, an immortal. So is he like from Asgard or some shit or is he an alien? Like, what's the story with this guy? (laughs) No, he, he's none of those things. Okay. He's just a human that just happens to be immortal. He was a caveman. Holy shit. There's a great movie about this. It's called the man from earth. (laughs) <laughs> everybody go fucking watch it right now if it's still on netflix and it is it's about a five thousand year old caveman who turned out to be jesus it's fucking awesome it's an actually a truly great movie um so he was he was a so let me guess he was a he was a caveman he was alive in caveman times mm-hmm. but there's something about his genetics where instead of like how everybody else works the machine parts break down uh his uh, because your cells break down, and over time they start it starts happening slower and slower. They stop being renewed uh, as quickly. But my guess is his continually refresh at a normal rate, and that keeps him alive, barring say being shot or decapitated or something. No, like. he gets decapitated. It doesn't really do much to him. 
Really? So he's got like super powers then as well. He's not just you just you, you can't kill him. Like he can't okay. die. Okay, so it's close to that. He's got yeah. something that prevents him from death. Yeah, which is a meteor. That that's how, what's what happened. And uh, so he, a meteor crash landed into Earth when he was a dumb caveman. And then, since he was cold, he snuggled up next to this warm rock mm-hmm. and absorbed the radiation, and he has not died since. I see. That's, that is that is his origin story. And my guess is he lives far enough into the future, at which point he achieves the ability to travel through time, at which point he has an army and decides to wreak havoc. And that's Well, he gets that. that. In the comics and stuff, he gets that just... There are different waves of Vandal Savage. Like he has been around forever, so essentially he has been behind like a lot of like mass genocides and that kind of stuff. Like yes. he's there with Napoleon, he was there with the Nazis, and in the future stuff. And they do really cool stuff in the um, the Justice League animated series. Like in the future where all humans are dead except for him and Superman. Mm-hmm. And he is no longer a bad guy because he has had to think uh, about him, about what has happened to mankind. Uh, oh. the only human around for 200 years. What a shock. All of yeah. a sudden. <laughs> yeah, he had 200 years to think about after every other person is dead that maybe he should have <laughs> tried to kill everybody. No uh, shit. <laughs> so, you know what? Without people around, it's kind of it's kind of lonely yeah, around here. Yeah, it's... Uh, but no, I mean, he's an interesting guy. It sure, was, sure. It's it's weird that they choose not weird that they choose him. It makes sense because their show's gonna be you're fighting a bad guy you can't kill and has popped up throughout human history. Yes. So it makes sense that you're going to have this returning enemy. And the cool thing is is he'll remember them uh, depending on how they go like on their fight. So depending on how they time jump and they do certain things, maybe he'll you know it's gonna be cool because yeah. of things that he may or may not know. A lot of they could have a lot of fun with this style of show. I don't know how well it's going to be executed. I'm going to assume poorly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but there's there's a lot of... You can have a lot of fun. There's a lot of room you can explore and go through and do things uh, with this show. The problem is that would also probably affect, I don't know, modern stuff. Yeah. So depending on how far they go into the future and how far they go into the past, I do not know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's... he's. I like Vandal Savage. He's definitely someone who's been used a lot more just because of... You can't kill him. He's been around forever. He doesn't really have, like, superpowers or anything. He's just... Um, he's he, just unstoppable. You can't yeah, kill he him. Yeah, ju- he can't kill him. He just... He... He'll, if you stop him in this battle, you know, 40, 50 years go on by, and he'll have a new empire to for him to be the ruler of. I mean, yeah, you could theoretically imprison him, but he could just outlive everybody in the prison. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's that's kind of his thing. Is he just kind of in history? He just goes through waves. So the waves of like empires and that kind of stuff. He's usually behind and that kind of thing. He's he's interesting. No, I I I, I and you definitely sold it a little bit better to me than they did in the trailer. But it certainly sounds like um, they have a formula or a recipe in place for something that could be really interesting. Whether or not they're going to achieve that, I don't know. As for the trailer itself, there was a lot of it that looked kind of cool. And there was some stuff, a lot of CGI stuff that looked really awful. <laughs> yeah, uh, like Hot Girl, her wings looked terrible. Hot Girl did not look. Great. And she didn't have a mace. That kind of bothered me. Hot Girl did not look great, but what really stuck out to me was number one, number one, the groan-inducing scene of 
the shit they basically I mean I know that the Avengers stole it from like every other comic book fight of all time but it's so fresh in your mind of like the is that the best you can do and then somebody else says oh why'd you have to go and say that they do that right in this fucking trailer oh it's just like could it be any worse and then it rains yeah um and then a giant shitty looking robot foot or something comes through the ceiling really awful looking uh and then at the very end they finally reveal that the atom can shrink even though he doesn't shrink down to the size of the atom he shrinks down to like the size of ant-man um and that looked really bad like really really bad uh especially him running on the like it just looked really shitty (laughs) Uh, I was, in fact, kind of blown away. Because um, I, bl- I thought we had, like, a discussion. Like, maybe they aren't doing the Adam shrinking because maybe they thought they couldn't make the CG... Like, they couldn't make it look good. And maybe that's not why they're doing it. Turns out we were wrong, Glenn. They were just they were just building up to it. Uh, and they still can't make it look good. But they didn't give a fuck about that. Maybe they should have spent some of that grad money on making Adam look a little bit better. But uh, yeah, I was I was not thrilled with uh, with how that looked at the end. Um, but the premise is the premise is interesting. But it's not going to be with Arrow and Flash regularly, right? If this is going to be a a show show, um, it's going to be without them because they've got their respective shows. So if this is going to be an actual series, is this something where they're going to be doing this thing with uh, with Savage the whole time, or is this going to be like the first couple of episodes? where they have this whole group-ass team-up thing going on, this way to get eyes on the show, so people will tune in and watch it, um, and then it'll break off into something else after that, or will this be, you know, all savage all the time, traveling through time trying to stop them, or... I hope it's all savage all the time. Yeah, because I think... For, for the beginning, just... Just, just because it's it's just it's different. It's not villain of the week kind of thing. Yes. Even though the Flash and the yes, Arrow, like... There are the extended storylines dealing with the man in yellow hat. Um, but I think, for me, I, it would just seem more refreshing if they went the route of Vandal Savage is their bad guy because he will not die and he will be around for time. So he's probably a good, uh, you know, a nemesis for us to, well, I mean, to try and stop. I mean, Arthur Darville, who's playing uh, Rip Hunter, is a series regular, right? So yeah, my guess the leader is... of them. So my guess is that is what it's going to be. It's going to be time traveling every week and trying to stop the spread of this guy's uh, uh, forces or whatever. That, they, that could I be mean, interesting. They may, they may, you know, every, you know, have filler episodes where they deal with other things. Like yeah. I'm sure when they go back in time and it's the 1800s because they can't stop themselves from doing it, they're going to meet Jonah Hex. Like I'm sure that's oh, going to happen. Shit, no way. Yeah, it always happens. Every oh, time they go back in time, they just end up in the old west and they meet Jonah Hex. Of course. Yeah, I mean, and and Dritz, Dritz, they could, if they can tear Josh Brolin away from his Marvel contract, he could totally fucking reprise his role from the hit blockbuster summer film. <laughs> you saw that, right? Yeah, yeah. It was pretty terrible. It's pretty terrible. It's yeah. not good. Yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> So yeah, there's definitely there's a way to get other characters, and uh, you know, I I think I think off air I talked about like the booster gold thing. Like you can totally have someone like him be in it. He's also from the future and that kind of stuff, and maybe even offshoots of you being able to find uh, information about Thon. Mm-hmm. Not saying he would be in the show, but you know they have that other actor who is actually Thon. Like you may be able to see him in the show too. 
throttling their plans because of I, I don't know how time paradox works, but I'm sure that there's some way they could figure that out. Oh well, here it is. It's it's set up. Um, this is it's confirmed. I I was just reading the Vandal Savage Wikipedia page, and he is listed as the main antagonist of Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. So it will be yeah it will be surrounding it will be surrounding those uh, those people. I just wonder who they're gonna get because I always thought Jason Moe would be a good Vandal Savage, as I know Aaron said a long yes. time ago as well. They don't have him cast apparently. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. He's I mean he's an interesting guy. It's a good thing that I mean he's a good villain to go with, especially with circumstances they they've been given. Uh, yeah, just there's a cool way you could see other characters he, even if you i don't know of anything that would be like they would want to keep in certain time periods if they would want to see like even the old green lantern like the one who uses magic and is now gay and the comic books like you could have him and that'd be kind of cool to see him from the 40s and that kind of i think alan taylor is his name i don't want to get confused with the director of thor 2 but i <laughs> believe that's his name um also uh, to oh go ahead no that was it uh, to end to end on this note, uh, it appears based off of the Wikipedia page for the show that Hot Girl is not an alien. Um, it, she is listed here as uh, uh, Kendra Saunders slash Hot Girl, a young woman who is just beginning to learn that she has been repeatedly reincarnated over the centuries. When provoked, her ancient warrior persona manifests itself along with wings that grow out of her back, earning her the moniker Hawk Girl. Oh yeah, that's also a thing. Uh, okay, you've seen Hancock, right? The, like sure. the the story they use for Hancock is is Hawkman and Hot Girl. Like, okay, get rid of the word angel and insert Hot Girl and Hawkman, and that is what they are. Like, <laughs> okay, that's that's what it is. And seeing Hawkman would be super cool because Hawkman is a badass. Um, so I don't see how they can't not have him in it. He's not so scheduled we, for the first the first. I, I don't care. He is he is so cool. Get him in there. He just looks awesome. I, mean, I don't know if they can do it because apparently they don't want to make costumes look cool. But, I mean, he just, he's just he got that cool helmet with the, the hawk head and then his wings. Like, he just looks like a badass anyway. So, um, That being said, Hawk Girl herself, apparently in interviews, this will be a tease for next week's episode, Glenn, uh, revealed that she and other new cast members for the series would appear in the final episode of The Flash's first season. No, that makes sense of what we talked about with how he's going to go back in time. So Cameos. Um, Probably Rip Hunter's going to be like, look, you could save your mom if you want to. Uh, but if you do this, you need to watch this movie called The Flashpoint Paradox. And this is what's <laughs> going to happen. Yeah, some stuff goes down for sure. Uh, they made a cartoon about you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that is it for this week. We ran a little longer than usual, but we wanted to talk about that trailer and, uh, what it is signifying and no, in case you're wondering to yourselves, I don't think we have decided whether or not we're going to be covering this new show. Um, I guess it'll really depend on, uh, how we feel about the first couple of episodes after we watch it. God, we have to cover three shows for one show. God, this is going to be, yeah, I mean, well, this, I have it's a... very different than following Agents of Shield and some how. Well, I mean, like with Agent Agent, like with, movies, well, like with know. like with Agent Carter, at least that show was on when Agents of Shield was off. So maybe this show will be on while the other shows take a break. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not saying it isn't, but these shows are definitely going to be codependent on one another to oh, an, yes. to much more of an extent than 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is to Agent Carter and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is to the movies. Well, we so. have to change the name of the podcast to Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow. That, yeah, fine, whatever. I think <laughs> it's the, if that's what the, the working title is, I'm fine with it. The Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's it for Glenn and I this week. But we will be back next week to discuss season one, episode 23, the final episode of the first season of The Flash called Fast Enough. <laughs>